0: So how are you going to make 2024 different than any previous year? Now, perhaps you've made a New Year's resolutions, but no. Yeah, you're going to stick with it for a few weeks, maybe a month or two. But then you're going to go back to your old habits. You need the inspiration of the saints to help you and walk with you throughout the year. There's no better saint than our Mother Mary. Now you know the year began with the solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God. And you can carry this feast day with you every day this year to make it like none other as you grow in faith. Joining me this morning to share more is our good friend Monsignor John Sayak, pastor at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee. Good morning, Monsignor Sayak. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you.
1: Well, good morning. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you too, Brenda. It's great to be on the show and and uh, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all our listeners.
0: Monsignor Sayak, did you make any New Year's resolutions that you think you're going to try to keep, but know you'll probably break them within a few months?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, you know, now that I'm in my uh, 50s, it's like that. you learn to like, well, maybe I'm not going to make any New Year's resolutions. There you go. Because I just, I can never, you know, fulfill them. But uh, doing, a, doing a new thing, uh well it's not a new thing but we're new, new to us here at Christ the King there's a group of us men who are doing Exodus 90 for oh, sure for the, for the new year and and uh, so far so good um but uh, that's a that's a beautiful thing but I know that one of the best ways to be able to make changes in your life is when you're doing them with someone else and you can have that support with it as and I think that's that's one of the things I, as 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 we approach this new year you know, that we want to approach it as as, as Christians and as Catholics. is like, this is, as, as members of Christ, we do things together. And, and it's, it's our enemy who wants to divide and wants to isolate and make us feel all alone. And and uh, I think that's a lot of times why we fail at our New Year's resolutions is we try to do it on our own, under our own power. And, um, yeah, and we don't, usually don't get very far. Um uh, this is, but uh, I, I heard some heard great fruits come from the Exodus 90 thing for men, uh, and a big part of it is that is that they they uh, we do it together and there's check-ins and it's uh, it's all you know very much geared for living the Christian life more freely. Um, and I think so. So I think one of the things we want to keep in mind as we go forward with our New Year's resolutions is is like what you had said at the beginning, you know, we look at to, to the saints, you know, the, of who to walk with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we just started the year, the, the calendar year with this awesome feast of Our Lady, Mary, Mother of God. And this is a very ancient... Uh, title of our lady in fact it was really fought over you know in the 4th century with the, with the arian heresy and with the nestorian heresy yeah i'd love about,
0: to about ask this. yeah i'd love to ask you about that in fact christ himself he told us from the cross behold your mother and i think with those words he gave the blessed virgin mary to the whole world forever and we can walk with her this year she is a perfect intercessor, and we celebrate her under that name, Mary, Mother of God. As you just said, it was a, kind of a controversy. How did we get to that title? How do we now understand her as, how can any human be the mother of God?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think, well, well f- first is, is the, the, everything we have with Our Lady has to do with the nature of Jesus Christ himself so he's he's a totally unique being because he's god and man and without ceasing to be god he took up our human nature united it to himself you know in the incarnation and suffered died and rose in that in that nature and that nature is forever united with his divine nature and is in in the Church came to understand using some, some tools, uh, some vocabulary from Greek philosophy to help to kind of our human minds to help to understand that mystery a little bit more, right? The mystery always exceeds what we can, we can conceive in our minds, but this, this idea that his, we have this word of nature and the word person, and the way that came to understand is that Jesus has two natures, two complete natures, one divine and one human and that his divine nature has been with him from all eternity of being the uh, begotten of the Father. Um, and then, you know, in the Incarnation, he takes that human nature, unites it, and this united in his one person, the person of God the Son. And and that took, you know, that, that took some uh, uh, controversy to sort out. That was really big in the, in the Arian controversy, because Arius had said, you know, Jesus is this great guy, and he's he's kind of a super creature, but he's not consubstantial with the Father. He's not God. He's, um, and we, re, we profess that in the Nicene Creed, you know, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, and not made consubstantial with the Father. If we know our history, it's like all those lines in the Creed are directly aimed against the errors of Arius. Uh, so that we have this, and so then we kind of go forward in the, in time, and we, we hit another uh, heresy, another controversy, and that has to do with the title of Our Lady of of Theotokos in Greek, the God-bearer, as we translate in English, the mother of Mother of God, and and uh, there was a controversy attributed to, to Nestorius of, uh, you know, we can, you know Mary is the mother of Jesus in his humanity, but but we can't really call her Mother of God. Because she's not God, and and you know that no one gave birth to God, because uh, God is from all eternity, and 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 so what that introduced is this kind of division in Christ, this this kind of split between his human and divine nature, which we always distinguish, but we don't separate or split apart. And so, the Church in the, in the Council of Ephesus especially uh, reiterated this title to Our Lady, um, that it is valid to give it to her because because the person. Uh, who is in the his human nature in Christ is is God the Son and so um we can we can say that properly that that our lady is the mother of God and i think what that highlights brenda is that that uh that of the special role Our Lady has in the in salvation history, in the work of salvation, right? She is she is the perfect Christian, right? right. She's the perfect. She's the, she's the new Ark of the New Covenant. She is the New Eve. She is the perfect response, human response to the call of God, and in in utter obedience. And and so she has this special role in our in our uh, in our lives as Christians. And 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 Jesus gave her to us from the cross and. I say this a lot, but, and bear with me if I've said it before, but, you know, every every word from Jesus' mouth is important, and especially those words that came when he was being crucified. Mm-hmm. Right? You can just imagine how much it took for him to say those words in the midst of his uh, agony, and he said those words, you know, woman, behold your son, son, behold your mother. And so I think we really need to take that to heart as as followers of Christ, and to and to live into that reality and that invitation of, of of life with Our Lady. I mean, Nazareth is our home too, right? Jesus made it that we should, in our prayer, we should go up to that. We should imagine that door, that that uh, house in Nazareth. We should go up and knock on that door and and have Our Lady open the door and welcome us in. Oh, that's our family.
0: It is our family, and Mary is our mother, and we know that her prayer is an important prayer that is important to Jesus, too. And so we go through Mary to get to the heart of Christ, and as you said earlier in our interview, going through the Exodus 90 program, the accountability is there, many women taking on the magnified program that is similar to that as well for women. Monsignor Syak joining us this morning as we talk about Mary, the mother of God, and how she can be the perfect guide this year to have a 2024 like no other. Monsignor Syak, I've appreciated your time so much. Would you believe I'm already up again to my break? Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in the next half hour? Find out what some of those Catholic New Year's resolutions could be.
1: Absolutely. Would be happy to.
0: And I am back with Monsignor John Syak. He is the pastor at Christ the King Church here in Milwaukee. He's joining us today as we celebrate the recent feast day of Mary, the mother of God. And we're talking about how we can follow the Blessed Virgin Mary right to the heart of Jesus. Monsignor Syak, thank you so much for staying with us this morning.
1: Oh, my pleasure, Brenda.
0: There is an accountability portion of that. I think that we as Catholics should hold ourselves to in making a resolution to have 2024 be the year that we grow closer to God. In what ways can we take on a practice, something that we can carry with us throughout the whole year with Mary as our guide to have a, a 2024 like none other?
1: Uh, great question. I think I, w- I would uh, invite people to look at our Catholic heritage. Right, we have this beautiful and rich heritage of Christians living the Christian life for two thousand years, and so we have this collected wiz- wisdom about what things that really help us enter into the mystery of Christ. Um, and and those are the things we call the ordinary means of sanctification. Right? Those are that's prayer. That's sacraments. That's the liturgy. That's good works. That's the asc- ascetical practices and things like that. And I, and just on a human level, I guess as a pastor too, of, of working with people in their daily lives, in, in, in my own life, you know, for that matter, is when we want to do something like a resolution, we need it needs to be something small and doable. Um, and so we tend to have these grandiose ideas. And the whole idea of taking up a Christian resolution is to grow closer to Christ. It's not to like, you know, Jesus, look at this, what I'm doing for you, so that you'll love me more. It's no, it comes out of the love for Christ that we already, He already loves us, and He loves us into living in, in these in these ways. And so, our fasting would be an expression of that. Our our good works, our our prayer. And so I, I just invite people to, to think about and, and and you can do something to do in prayer with Jesus is like Lord, what's one thing, one small way I can grow closer to you this year, and and have it have it you know small and actionable and and uh, and all the better if it's done with someone else or, or at least shared you know with, with a friend even mm-hmm. if your friend isn't do, or your spouse isn't doing what you're doing but at least you can you can you know you can talk about it but I think things like, gosh. You know, getting to daily mass more often, um, make, getting really regular with confession, right? With, like just that that monthly, you know, habit. Um, m- maybe it's something of of you know doing the Bible in a year or the Catechism in a year. Um, you know, joining because uh, I, I know there's other parishes like Our Lady of the Lake is is also doing an Exodus 90 thing and I, and Magnify, you know, whatever, whatever those sorts of things to kind of jump in on. And, and knowing too, that we need, you know, we, we even know this from psychology, we need, you know, 20 to 30 days of a repeated act to make it a habit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so whatever we, we, we take up is, is like, we have to be really intentional about making sure like, like we can do, we do this every day for a month and, and then it becomes, and then it starts to become a habit.
0: Oh, I, Monsignor, I started last year on my way home from work to pray the rosary and I would open up our Hail Mary media app and I would play Archbishop Samples rosary. Now I have already programmed myself now that it had become such a regular habit that anytime now I get in my car the first thing that pops into my head is rosary because I've made that a habit. But, you know, it it can happen anywhere. You don't have to uh, always be able to uh, sit in a holy hour to have holy time with the Lord every single day. Those times are important, but these things can happen in many different kinds of ways, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. And I I think just in talking about a habit, you know, it's, it's deeper than simple condition, psychological conditioning. It's the way St. Thomas Aquinas talks about it is that it becomes part of your character. It's like who you are so that this is the beautiful thing about how grace and our cooperation with grace actually change our character, change the kind of people that we are. So, you know, uh, I, I did the same thing myself years ago with with the rosary of you know it just wasn't happening every day and I just one Lent and of course Lent is a great time to get a habit going. Sure. It's 40 days. Um, I started doing it and now yeah it's like it's like you it's like I don't I don't have to think about it it just I just start praying it you know in in when I in the morning and and I think that's that's the beautiful thing about a habit when it becomes part of who we are then it starts it takes on its own inertia and. It doesn't require as much effort, and, and it, because it's become part of who we are. Oh. And I think the you know some of the some of the resolutions that might be good from our Catholic heritage, you know, of of you know a, a little bit of fasting, you know, maybe picking up that Wednesday Friday no meat, you know, or even just Friday no meat, you know, of of um, of the, the you know praying the rosary or of you know getting involved in, in something at at your parish. Um, uh, I, I, I said this to all of the, the dads at, at ma- the masses last weekend for um, for the Feast of the Holy Family: is is uh, uh, you know do something to start to lead your family spiritually.
0: Mm. You know, do mm-hmm. one,
1: you know, pick a, do just but just pick one thing and, and and start practicing it.
0: That's right. That's I think that's absolutely perfect. Just pick one thing. We don't have to take on all of the the troubles of the whole world and try to change everything today. Just pick one thing and no better saint than Mary to help her identify for you what that one thing is. Monsignor Syke, it's always such a wonderful morning when we have you on as our guest on The Morning Blend. Before we go this morning, will you end us in prayer?
1: Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be on it. Almighty Father, pour down your grace and blessing upon all those who are listening, that you would move our hearts Draw them to you through your Son. And help us to devote ourselves to the mother of of your Son, the Blessed Virgin Mary. There's no faster way to the heart of your Son than through her heart, her immaculate heart. I ask you to bless all those who are listening, their families, their loved ones. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen.
0: Amen. Monsignor Sayak, thank you again for your time today. Uh, Please keep all of us in your prayer. We'll continue to pray for you throughout this year.
1: All right. God bless.